Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fantasy Dating Radio. I am your host, Suzanne Casamento. I am a dating expert, the author of Dare to Date, and the creator of FantasyDatingGame.com. I am with my awesome co-host, Ryan Truax. Hello to our thousands of fans here in Los Angeles, and I'm sure millions that are listening across the world. To us right millions. Now today. Millions and millions. Yep. That is the way. Yes. And if you are listening and you would like to call us and comment, please do. Our love lines are open. The number is 323-870-3965. So, Brian. Here we are. Here it's we Wednesday. are. It's Wednesday. And on Sunday night, Ryan and I met a girl in a bar. Yeah. That's not, you made, that actually sounds a lot worse than really that's intended to sound, right? Like everybody that listens to the show knows that I'm married. I'm not supposed to go around meeting girls in bars. Yeah, but while well, you're already with another girl in a bar meeting other girls. In well, a bar. I work in a bar, so let's clarify, right? Uh, okay. Like I was behind the bar working. <laughs> and yeah. there was really I mean there was really nobody at the bar. I I had no choice. There were uh two women that walked into the bar and they sat down and it turned out that they were actually really uh fun and charming and interesting. So we struck up a conversation. Most of that conversation really revolved around how wonderful my wife was. Um, but then we started talking a little bit more uh, in depth about uh, one of the girls and their uh, being single and uh, dating life. And then it came out that, you know, I had a radio show and uh, yeah, just sort of snowballed from there. But anyway, so yeah, they were great. Snowballed from there. So we are lucky enough to have one of those girls on the line tonight because she's going to tell us about a date she went on. Hey, Steph, are you there? Hi, everybody. Suzanne Ryan, <laughs> I am here. She is there. Awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you both? We're doing great. I'm pretty awesome. We're pretty psyched that, you, uh, that you're, you, you've uh, called in and that you're willing to uh, tell us a little bit about your date on Monday night. Please allow my dating disasters to act as entertainment for everybody listening because I have <laughs> so many of them. That's what we're hoping for. Listen, you were entertainment for us on Sunday. Entertainment enough for us to say, hey, will you come on the show? So <laughs> how did it go? So just my brother always told me that I can never predict what someone else is thinking because there's other things going on in their life. And as much as it pains me to say it, he was a thousand percent right. So what I told you guys before is that the guy and I had met on Hinge, great dating app, and we had mutual friends. We started talking, and then just he never texted me back, and I never texted him. The conversation just died. Anyways, he comes up in my Facebook as suggested friends. I friend him. We end up talking. So we talk, or I say talk, but all we did was text. So we're going to call him Texty McGee. So Texty <laughs> McGee and I texted for um, an entire week, like throughout the day, whatever else. And I thought he never asked me questions about myself. Like we would talk, and he was like, oh, I 
lived in D.C. And I said, oh, I lived in D.C. And then he didn't, and I was like, where did you live? And he would tell me, and then he wouldn't ask, where did you live? What did you do? Uh-huh. So I thought, not interested, or complete jerk. So yep. anyways, this continued for the week. We have plans for Monday night. So Monday night, um, well, without him knowing, I meet you guys all on Sunday, and I decide we're going to surprise him with the group date, which is my friends are going to show up, and he's going to show up, and everyone's going to be there. Um, <laughs> so that was one. Um, Whoa, wait a minute. I, so you ended up ambushing this dude by bringing all of your friends along, and he didn't know they were going to be there? Yeah, yeah. Well, essentially, I want to say all my friends because a lot of people planned it, but it ended up being two and telling the bartender that I was going on a blind date. So, yeah, he was ambushed. So wait, when he, he showed up. Well. So wait, so when he showed up at the place that you were going on the date, were you already sitting there with your other two friends or was it like your two friends joined 20 minutes after the two of you sat there because you sent them a text and you were like please bail me out this is terrible? No, no, no. I was sitting there with another friend who was with, with another friend who was already drinking. So he showed up. We're already a couple drinks in. The bartender knows about it and is smiling and is in on this joke. And he oh walks past us, looks at me, and just looks horrified. Then we had another friend show up a little bit later into the date. So by the time it was done, there was four of us, including him. Um, and he literally said to me, I can't believe you thought I was creepy enough that you needed a chaperone. Did not think the group date idea was fun at all. Well, I don't know that I would have liked to have been ambushed, personally. I mean, I would have rolled with it because, I mean, I'm I'm pretty rollable. But, you know... <laughs> But I've I think been, that's I mean, your sense of character, right? Don't you think you should be fun? Because I mean, you have to be. You're on the spot. You show up. I feel like he should have, you know, been more cool about it. He would have scored more points had he been cooler about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, if he had just rolled with it and been totally, like, seamless and smooth with it and was like, hey, awesome, party, you know, that would have been one thing. It, I mean, that would have been awesome. Yeah, I think you got to roll with the punches in that situation. But I do also – having actually been in a similar situation before where I – went to go meet someone who I thought I was going to meet basically like in a one-on-one situation and then showing up and having that person be there with um, a couple of other friends, it definitely like throws you off of your game a little bit when you think that like, because basically, I mean, my thought at that point was I showed up and so then I was like, all right, cool, well, whatever, we'll hang out and have fun. But the reality of it was I was then left just sort of going like, ah, she's not really interested then like in that situation. So I don't know. At the end of the day, it well, sounds to me in the first place, like, in general, you weren't really interested to begin with. Um, and so it was going to be kind of difficult for the guy. Like, he really was going to have to sort of go out his way to prove that um, you actually had any interest in taking it to, you know, the next the next level or whatever, besides just, like, going out. Well, wait, let's hear what happens. So what happened? <laughs> so we go. Before I so judge go, you for your behavior on your date. And he, <laughs> You're right. So I wasn't sure because he meets, he met all the criteria. He's good looking. He's successful. He's funny. He's nice. Like we got along well via text. So I was like, I was weird, but then he didn't ask any questions about me. So I was torn. So you're right. That's why I had, so he had a lot to prove. We go on the date and what you're not supposed to do is bring up any issues. What I did is put all the issues on the table because I'm terrible at dating. So we're (laughs) on two drinks in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I probably can't fly on, like, without paying because I have so much baggage. And in this one, I just called him out. Like, I didn't tell him anything of my crazy. I was just like, you know, he was like, one. Then he called me out for having a chaperone. And I said, well, what was I supposed to do? You never asked me questions about me. You don't care. Like, you didn't care. So if you didn't care, why should I? 
he is blown away. You guys, we couldn't have been more on separate pages than he was like, are you kidding? All I did was ask about questions about you. We texted throughout the day. Doesn't that show you that I care? Like, what are you talking? Then he pulled out his phone to go through all the times that he'd asked me questions. And while he does ask, like, how was your day? There was never any follow-up. But I didn't want to argue at the bar, you know. So I was just like, okay, maybe you're right. But he was legitimately and genuinely appalled that he thought, that I thought he didn't ask questions because he was positive he was killing the dating game. It was incredible. <laughs> okay. So I continued, right? That I, we, were on, we were in different books. Like, we're not even on the same planet. Like, it was mind-blowing. Then yeah. we go through, and by the way, we're, we're probably like two hours in. He hasn't complimented me once. Not, you look pretty. And I don't care if they're true. You're on a first date. You say something, I like your shoes. I think you're pretty. Your friend's funny. I like your taste. Anything. He, has said, he said nice things to the, my friend who I was with, but he hadn't said anything nice to me. So at this point, I can't read him at all. I have no idea if he's mad, if he's miserable, if he's having the best time of his life. Like, I can't tell. And he doesn't banter with me the way that my friend does. And so I have no idea what to expect. Um, so after he tells me that he, that I was really wrong and that he was asking me questions, I was like, uh, okay. So fast forward, we send that we hang out for the rest of not the rest of the night. We hang out for a little bit longer. He's like, can I walk you home? Cause I was walking distance from the bar. And I was like, of course, at this point, I still have zero idea how he feels. I don't even know how I feel, but I can't tell how he, if he likes me or not, he's made effort. He's told me he asked questions like he, but there's, I have no idea. Um, my friends leave. Oh, I guess this is the point another friend comes up. We're bad at group dating, though, so it ended up just being me and him talking and then my other two friends talking. So I fail at the group date. Um, he walks me home. We're still talking. And then he, doesn't ask, he still doesn't ask a third follow-up question. And then he kisses me. So we're making out in the bushes. Not in the bushes, but, like, in front of the bushes in my house. And he goes, I want to date you seriously after we were done making out. And, by the way, what does that mean? Has anyone ever used that term before? Because I didn't know. I didn't even know if he liked me, let alone the fact that what dating seriously meant. So yeah. I do the only thing I can think of is I go to text my friend who was with me on that night. Oh, my God. He asked to date me seriously. What does that even mean? Problem. I'm drunk. And I text message him that instead of her. Oh, so he had my just left my God. house. <laughs> oh, And he got a text my message. Gosh. Oh, you need an expert we, app. <laughs> Like, That's... honestly, I didn't know what to do. And then I tried to, like, delete everything on my phone. And I, I was doing everything to make it not, and it went, you guys. I texted the guy who just asked me to date him seriously that I don't know what that means and what do I do. And then he writes back and calls me out. And he goes, uh, you meant to send this to someone else. Oh, my God. You guys, dating fails. <laughs> dating failure. Yeah, it turns out you're actually a train wreck, Steph. I had no idea. <laughs> you really are kind of a train wreck. I mean, bringing, bringing out the issues and, I mean... I mean, it's cool to drink on the first date. I mean, have have a few drinks, but I mean, not not so many that you that you text the wrong person. <laughs> oh, well, God. I mean, I think that, mean... yeah, it's you know all relative to the situation though too. I mean, I guess if you were if it was clearly going so badly that you were like, ah, screw it, I'm just gonna get bombed. Wow. Then I mean, I guess that's reasonable. Um, I'm curious about like I'm not really. I'm, uh, 
Maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll backtrack on that one. Well, I was I was gonna say like the guy. How does he come at you? He just like starts making like he just starts yeah, making I, out I'm with you in so the bushes. Yeah, I'm so curious about the kiss and, yeah, and like was it a good kiss? Was it a gross kiss? Like I mean, I'm, or, or I mean, did you actually like the kiss? Because then maybe something salvageable. Well, so I don't know how it happened because at this point I'm honestly and I'm really well I think I'm good at reading people, but I'm clearly not because I can't read him at all. Like we don't have that like clicking. Like, Ryan, when I met you, like, it was funny, it was easy, it was, like, you know, obviously we weren't dating, you were married, and your wife is gorgeous, but, you know, it was, like, easy to talk to you. It's not the same, and obviously it's different, because we started on friend level versus, like, on a date level, but we, he and I didn't have that same easy banter, and so when he went to kiss me, it was, like, I honestly don't, and I wasn't, I want to tell, for my defense, I wasn't bombed, per se, I couldn't operate a motor vehicle, but um, I just have bad luck. Or if you want bad dating stories, I mean, my whole life is bad dating stories. But also because I disclose way too much because when I get nervous, instead of talking about things that you should, I talk about things that make me uncomfortable. So I talked <laughs> about how he didn't text me right, uh, or you know, and so I, I'm terrible at this. But so, I mean, it was fine. It was like, it was a good kiss. I mean, it, we like kind of made out, like not like we just like made out like little kids on in front of my house. Um, and it was good. It was fun. It was unexpected. And so which I think made it more exciting, I think. Also, when was the last time anyone made out in the front of their house? Yeah. Been a long time. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was salvageable, but I wouldn't have said like dating seriously like he did, which by the way, when I texted him that he called me after he texted me, he goes, you didn't mean that for me. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I told you embarrassing things happened to me. I wasn't kidding. Um, and then he called me and was like, Oh, well, let me explain to you what this means. It means that I just want to date you. Like I want to exclusively date you for right now. Wow. So, Right? <laughs> again, see, that's nowhere near what I was thinking. I didn't think yeah, I'd that, ever I mean, see him again. A, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would think that it would be easy to confuse it of seriously date you because meaning seriously without your friends next time, you know? Like, that's how I kind of would have taken it. I mean, it's 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 a lot after one first date that's a group date to say, I want to date only you. That's a little fast, wouldn't you say? Right. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't. I, Especially I don't when you, there's not think, that, like, chemistry. I think that if he mm. – yeah, but so I guess it's – yeah, I don't know. My my impression of the entire thing is that, yeah, you're right. The two of you guys are, are – uh, you were totally missing each other. Like, he was coming from one place, you were coming from a different place, and you zoomed right past each other, yeah. and it got inverted. And then all of a sudden, you were <laughs> looking at each other through, like, F-16 window that – the yeah. Top Gun reference. Uh, nobody got it, but mm, no. um, yeah, no, it was. It sounds. It, it sounds just. It sounds bad. It sounds really uncomfortable and really bad. It sounds a little awkward. It's true. But so, how did? Where did you leave it then? If if he said I want to date just you, how did you respond to that? Honestly, I think I just laughed, which is my response all the time when I don't know what's going on. Like it, it was. Like, it's baffling about how not on the same page we are because if our lives are very similar but clearly our outtakes on them are, couldn't be more opposite. So we actually have another date scheduled for Thursday. Wow. So after, after this thing was basically like a gigantic flaming ball of dog poo, you're going, you're doing it again. Well, yes. Okay. One, because it's unfair to him. He showed up on a group date. He may have been uncomfortable. Um, I should give him a chance because he's really nice and I should try and date people who are really nice to me. Um, and 
if nothing else, I can call in next week, you guys, with another story of how I went in for a kiss and he left me at the door. Like, I mean, we couldn't be on more opposite pages. I still don't. If he never called me again, I wouldn't be surprised because I'm literally no idea what he thinks at any moment, except for the fact that he tells me that he likes me or wants to date seriously, which by the right, way, okay. that meant. So then on Thursday, when like, when this guy, when you meet him out or when he picks you up or whatever, like the other side of it though, too, is that you have to actually be open-minded to the possibility of the fact that like, okay, maybe I didn't really give this guy a fair shot last time. And like, I'm totally going to, you know, try to give him at least a fair shake this time around. Yeah. I mean, but I think that's what she's saying, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm going to try and do. Give him, a, give him a fair chance. And, you know, I mean, if after that and I texted him and all these embarrassing things that I put him through and he's still like, yeah, I want to date you. Yeah, I can put him through so much worse. <laughs> Poor guy doesn't know what's going to happen to him. <laughs> You're hilarious. I totally want you to call in next week, and I totally want to hear about the next date because that is fantastic. I love your outlook on stuff. It's Definitely, I, I would say, as a general dating strategy rule, I could do worse. Maybe isn't necessarily like the best, <laughs> the best way you want to go. Like, oh, this guy's bad, but actually, he's not that bad. No, he is a sweetheart. He's really, really nice, and I think that he means well. Maybe he's just not good at dating either. And so between the two of us, it's polar opposite forces. Two of the same protons, or something. I think that's. I think that's a. Insert I think clever that's a, science reference. Nice and positive way to look at the situation. Yeah. And I think your your positivity is to be commended, Steph. Well, and and I love that you're 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 looking at the important stuff. Like, well, he's a really nice guy, and if he's nice to me, I should give him another try. And you know, I mean, listen, it also helps that the kiss didn't suck. If the kiss sucked, you wouldn't be going on another date. So. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So that is a good sign that there could be something there. I mean, you're certainly not going to go out again with someone you you know that uh, that is a terrible kisser. So who knows? This could be love down the road. <laughs> I mean, I or think that we're right pretty now, far from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, him, seriously, it could be could be next week. According to him, it's going to be love tomorrow. You better make sure you have a valid passport on Thursday. You never know where you might end up. <laughs> okay. If I get married in Vegas, you both have to come. Done. I will I will do my best. Twist my arm. It just takes nothing to get me to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Somebody just has to say Vegas and I'll go. Exactly. Um, I do have to ask just one more follow-up question because I am a little bit curious. You, so you, you ended up uh, bringing your friends along to make this a group date, and I'm curious about uh, what your friends actually did have to say to you about their perceptions of how you interacted uh, with the guy that you were on a date on and with – and how he interacted with you. I'm curious what their perceptions were and if maybe their perceptions were any different than yours. So I did everything. I mean, I did this guy no favor. I, everyone who I talked to, including you both, I was like, he's this, he's that, he's terrible, blah, blah, blah. So the response was, he's nowhere near as bad as what you said. I think he handled it well. Give him a second shot. So it was like hard to see the way we interacted and stuff like that. And it's funny because they actually got along really well. Um, my friend is fabulous and gets along with everyone, and she got along with him really well. Um, but I think the way they were, like, we were, because we were all sitting at the bar, I think it was hard for them to see exactly the way we interacted, but they did say that he was way better than I made him sound and ah. to give him a second shot. That's good. Well, and, I mean, classic guy move and an important guy move and generally good 
like first dating guy move is if the girl that you're out with does have friends along, obviously make friends with her friends. That's a huge do in the in the dating book. Uh, Susan right? and I, I talk like about. That's obvious. But yeah, the I, problem is that it sounds like that. he didn't he didn't necessarily go out of his way to make really good friends with you, <laughs> and so to kind of readjust those priorities in the uh, you know who who is the most important person to come out of this come out of this date like obviously impressing her friends is a really great plan but you should probably attempt to impress the girl that you're actually out with that's sort of the main priority agreed yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah yeah well you know like you said earlier i mean you said you're a terrible dater maybe he's a terrible dater maybe he thought maybe he just got all confused on what he was supposed to do and what he wasn't supposed to do i have no idea you're oh, going to know on thursday but when you go out on thursday it's just going to be the two of you right yeah. Are you talking Thursday tomorrow? Oh, yeah, Thursday tomorrow. Ooh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Two dates in one week. Sounds like you're a you're a pretty successful dater to me. You may be dating seriously. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I don't know why we ended up making it. Oh, because I think that we're I don't know. I'm busy like the rest of the weekend, I think. And so he was like, it was the fastest we could. He was like, I want to see you again. And so he was like the fast we do plus. If you end up dating someone, I think this, and I mean, obviously I know nothing as you guys can hear from my dating life. I think if it takes, like if you wait like a week or two, then whatever you did have, which in this case was minimal, ends up, dying. you know, it ends up fizzling. And so, and because of these dating apps, and there's 17 people going, you know, you're talking to at once, which by the way, if he's listening, I'm not talking to 17 people. Um, but, you know, with the way that there's so many, I feel like if you take the time, if you let too much time pass, then it fizzles out. So you should keep it. Maybe not within two days, but sooner rather than later. You gotta ride. You're riding the momentum. Yes. You gotta ride yes. the wave. Definitely. Yes. Ride the wave. Agreed. Agreed. Well, normally at this time we would have our uh, we would uh, shift gears and talk with our guest, but I'm not sure where she is. Uh-oh. So, uh oh. So up there she is. There she is. <laughs> and it was like it was on cue. Like magic. Um, well, thank you so much, Steph, for calling and sharing your, your awesome dating stories with us, or maybe terribly <laughs> awesome dating stories with us. If you uh, please, we would love to um, hear about the uh, tomorrow's date next. Oh yeah, Wednesday. you're calling back next week. Please call us back next week. This could be like the Steph segment. Yeah, we're gonna make like, a whole thing out of it. It's yeah, like yeah. Bad, <laughs> exactly. or bad dating. Yeah, you guys can have a play-by-play of my bad dates. It's gonna be a epic nightmare. fails with Steph. Terrible dating with Steph. <laughs> dating seriously with Steph. There you go. <laughs> How about me? Thank you a- both so much yeah. for having me. Yeah. Thank you. You're amazing. Thank you. Hey, you're awesome. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Olivia, are you there? Hello? Yeah, I was just trying to adjust the phone. Oh, great. Well, um, I'm going to fill the audience in. Uh, we are now shifting gears, and we are talking with Olivia Cantu. She's the creator creator of Spectrum Singles, and it's a dating site for people who are on the autism spectrum, and it helps them connect with other singles on the autism spectrum. Um, we're so excited that you could join us. Um, can yes, you tell thank us? Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, you're welcome. Um, can you tell us a little about your story and, and why you, uh, what inspired you to create the site? Um, well, me and my mother are both on the autism spectrum, and she has been married to someone who's not on the spectrum for several, several years. 
but we have both always found it a little more difficult sometimes to connect or try to um, explain to someone who is not autistic some of the, um, like for why we may stem or maybe some of our anxiety or just why it's difficult having to communicate when there's a stigma. So Uh we wanted to create a website where people would be able to find others that are on the spectrum, whether it's for friendship or romantic, and not have to deal with the stress of having to come up with the question of, do I tell them I'm autistic? When do I tell them about my diagnosis? Just to make a very safe and comforting community. That's awesome. I love it. So... um... So what was the process like? How did you how did you figure out how to even So once you got the idea, um mm-hmm. what was it like actually starting the business and building it? Well, when I started, I was in high school. So basically, we looked around, we did some research first, found that there already were a few dating sites, but they were usually kind of in a negative spotlight there'd be a lot of them that go oh well my son is autistic so I made this website because I feel bad for him or those kinds of things and it just didn't feel very welcoming so Uh after we did some research we decided it was something that we think people in the autistic community would appreciate and we just got to work to getting a name down getting a logo down and getting a developer very cool so do you have any success stories that you'd like to share? Um, a lot of the times it's it's actually very hard to get a success story out of people because they'll go, oh, well, I found someone on the site. And I go, oh, that's great. And then that's where the conversation ends. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very much just like, okay, that's, I'm good now. But um, I have been able to because we do go in and we monitor some of the um chats going on to make sure there's nothing spooky or weird going on and a lot of the times it's very fun to be able to see two people that they find out they're in the same area and then they realize how much they connect and then you see them you know oh can I get your number or get you a cup of coffee sometime that's awesome that's great so you actually get to see it while it's happening yeah very cool so um so, uh, I'm sorry. So, um, <laughs> I'm just taking a moment. How does the site work? Does it work like other dating sites where you, um, you know, you might uh, state your interests or, um, I mean, do you create a regular profile like on other sites or how does it work? Well, it is kind of basic right now because we don't really have $200,000 to make a full-blown eHarmony right now. Sure. Anything of the sort. But so it starts out, you get a basic profile and you put down um, your interests. If you're also, if you know, specifics, like if you're interested in, oh, if you're interested in someone that um, maybe is uh, asexual and romantic relationship or those kinds of things. And then you also take a spectrum compatibility test where it asks of range of questions depending on romantic interests, friendship interests, as well as um, your social, uh, how well you're able to understand social cues or um, your sensory processing. A lot of different questions that most dating sites don't ask, 
someone that's mm. on the autism spectrum, which may be very important to someone. You may have someone that really is sensitive to bright lights and thus you wouldn't want to take that person on a date to a concert or a movie theater, those kinds of things. And then you may have someone who is really sensitive to physical affection and you may not be compatible physically. Right. It's a lot to think about, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, that sounds like there's there's probably a, a wealth of things that make the site incredibly specialized. Um, so that's, I mean, I think that's a really awesome uh, resource to be able to tap into um, for people who um, find themselves, you know, that are on the autism spectrum. And I mean, certainly it sounds like you've really established a, a, a product and definitely something that is, that there's a, a need for, which is rad. Yeah, yeah I hope great. to definitely get it, you know, more and more unique and be able to put more money into it as time goes on and make it really, really big. Sure, absolutely. Do you guys have any um, sort of user data or information about how many people are, are currently using the site or how many people, you know, in any given month use the site or anything like that, like demographic um, information or anything? For demographic, we have a lot of people from all over America, Canada. We have people from Thailand or the U.K. or Germany. There's some Polish in there. They're just from all over. Wow. Wow, that's really cool. And luckily, we have a very large range of age as well. Like our youngest is 18, and then one of our oldest, I think it's 74, 75, a grandmother. Oh, wow. That's great. I love it. And luckily, what we have also included is a, because not everyone on the autism spectrum um, is verbal. We have a lot of nonverbal in our community, so we've also been able to add that as an option for those that felt that they were um, usually the spotlight's put on them when they're in the community because a lot of people assume that, oh, if you're nonverbal, you can't communicate the same way. So we want to be able to make it definitely open and secure for everyone of the community. That's really cool. So I, I, as I'm kind of gathering a little bit more how the site works, it sounds like um, you've you've created not just necessarily a, a dating website, but really a website for people in the autistic community um, to to come together and be able to. Uh, you, there's a chat room component. You said you've got like there's chat rooms and there's a there's whole bunch of other rooms. sort of wealth of information there too. Yeah. Yeah, we have some forums I can give. You know, just about regular subjects or maybe subjects on dating or friendship or things like that. We try to, because a lot of the time is that we may just have a dating site so, or solely a dating site, but someone may not be particularly interested in that until later on in the relationship. So we hope to, by adding the friendship option, you know, people can that have difficulty developing friendships can go in there. And if they develop later on into romantic, then two birds with one stone. Very cool. Can you give us just a little bit of background? I mean, I, I don't feel like there's a lot of people who are not. Uh, I, I don't think I don't feel like there's a lot of people that are familiar with the autism spectrum and sort of like what that um, what that means and kind of the range of um, what that autism spectrum entails. And so maybe you could give us a little bit more just sort of basic information for people that might be out there listening that, that aren't uh, super familiar with the spectrum in general and kind of what that means. 
Well, um, autism is a developmental disorder, and a lot of the times with people on the autism spectrum, they may have difficulties with um, some basic ideas that most people don't even think about, like um, social cues or sensitivity to things around them. Like for us, a lot of the times we may take something very literally or we may not be able to understand sarcasm or passive aggressiveness, which isn't always true because there are people with less severe symptoms that are able to do everything just fine. So it really just ranges on you know, where you fall on the spectrum. And because there's such a broad community with so many with different severities of autism that it's very difficult to be able to put a label like there's specifically this group, this group, or this group. And even just the um, just the uh, things like you mentioned before about maybe bright lights or maybe, um, mm-hmm. you know, other just uh, things that may be simple for some people could be totally completely uncomfortable for others. I mean, it's, it's just um, even understanding that, uh, and those and those things can affect how what kind of dates you want to go on or you wouldn't want to go on. I mean, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I have a, a friend who is on the autism spectrum, and he loves NASCAR and loud cars and engines and stuff. Whereas I'm not able to tolerate it. I have to cover my ears because it's too loud for me. Mhm. It's too loud for but me too. He's unable to withstand bright lights, where it also gives me a headache, but it's not as severe as his. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, it sounds like a really amazing tool and a really amazing resource for people to be able to use. I'm I'm super interested in sort of like the international component of what you've talked about, too. I mean, you know, you say Mm -hmm. on the one hand, like, that there isn't a ton of money to be able to throw at it right now. And then at, uh, at the same time, it sounds like you've got, you know, a pretty broad base of people using across not even just, you know, the country, but throughout the world. Um, and so you know, it, it it seems like you've developed something that is a really great idea and certainly a really great tool for a lot of people to be able to use. And I certainly hope that, um, you know, somewhere down the line, uh, somebody is able to help you on that on that end, on the money end of the whole thing, so you can really, you know, get the thing going. It sounds like it's an awesome resource for a lot of people. Yeah, I hope so too. It does sound like something incredibly valuable for the right person to invest in. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely with Very- a lot more of um there's a independent film that's coming out. It's a documentary called Autism in Love and so there's definitely been a lot more spotlight put on adults in the autism in later years. So we hope that with that, everyone will become more aware and then we'll be able to get support and stuff like that. Oh, good. Were you involved in that film or is it? Uh, No, but I've been able to talk to the directors and been able to meet with them and then being able to meet with some of the people that were in the film. That's fantastic. I believe it's airing in January at some point on PBS. I can't remember the exact date. Great. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. That's really great. Good. Well, you are definitely helping people, and that's something to feel awesome about. Um, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. So um, what else can you tell us about the site? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, 
not that I can list specifically. Uh, okay. We are a paid membership mm-hmm. because we want to be able to create that security. We don't want people that can just walk in and, you know, they either maybe scammers or people trying to take advantage or, you know, just not be able to monitor us safely. And I know a lot of people in the beginning had an issue with that because they wanted it to be free. But after being able to explain the security involved with it and being able to create a gated community that can be safe, I think they've become Mm. a lot more open about it. Man, that's a really great point. That's something that I wouldn't even have thought about or considered. But, yeah, a lot of people that are like scammers or trolls or or people that would have bad motives for signing up for the site, Mm -hmm. uh, if they could do it without charge, certainly are going to be dissuaded by uh, having to pay for a paid membership. So that's yeah, that's not something I would have even thought of. Yeah. No, it's really smart. And I'm sure I'm sure your dollars are going right back into the business anyway, you know. <laughs> so that's great. So uh, so the website's at spectrumsingles.com, right? Mm-hmm. And you, and you also have a Facebook community page, right? Yes. We cool. usually post articles about relationships advice or just funny little photos every once in a while. Good. Well, maybe we can post the uh, a link to the show on it tomorrow and then that way uh your your fans can listen and and learn more. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Do you guys have any other uh social media presence? Um Twitter or Instagram or any of that any of that type of stuff? We do have a Twitter, but we don't really find a usage for it yet because we don't really do that many updates. It's usually just articles and things like that. And I don't, we don't have a Instagram. I myself am not very fond of having pictures taken of me, so there's barely any pictures already. Okay. I get it. I get that. Okay. Well, it's very cool. Yeah, I I mean, I hope that uh I hope that being on the show and uh and helps push some traffic toward your website and hopefully, you know, you guys can continue to do the awesome stuff that that you're doing over there. Yeah, thank you again. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. What you're doing is great. It's really cool. We will uh, do our best to spread the word. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great night. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you again. Have a good night. You too. All right. Thanks, Olivia. Very cool. Wow. Yeah, that's super cool. That's super cool. It's, uh, you know, I mean, I think that's one of the things that, that she brought she brought up a great point. is, And one of the things that people don't think about when they think about autism in general, I really don't feel like it's something that people are incredibly familiar with. I mean, I know, I speaking for myself, I'm not incredibly familiar with it. I right, I'm not either. You know, I couldn't tell you one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum, you know, what's what's considered very moderate or, you know, very, you know, not like not very severe symptoms versus stuff that's like incredibly severe systems or symptoms and how, how those two things, you know. So like the, the notion that they have been able to put together a website that is designed for people to be able to like meet each other and find companionship and date and all of that stuff. And that it caters to people that are at one very sort of basic end of the spectrum versus people who are, you know, very severe and nonverbal and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, that, 
I think that speaks volumes. Like that's awesome. That's an incredible, incredible um, opportunity. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Definitely. Um, looks like we have a caller. Awesome. All right. Welcome to Fantasy Dating Radio. What's your name? Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, we can Hello? hear you. Hello. Yep. Are you there? Hi. This is Mir. This is Miriam. Hey, Miriam. Hey, Miriam. So excellent time for Miriam to call. Awesome. This is my friend Miriam. And Miriam, uh, maybe you can sort of fill everybody in a little bit on what it is that you do for a living and help shed some light on the conversation that we were just having about sort of the uh, various ends of the autism spectrum. Well, yeah. I mean, it's surprising that you guys are a little easier to reach than like Ryan Seacrest, but I'm happy to uh, be able to (laughs) call into your show. Well, thank you. Um, To give you just kind of a brief overview for your question about kind of the autism spectrum. Um, As she said, it is a developmental disability. So people are born with it and it manifests in different ways for everyone. So it can be kind of that nonverbal end that she talked about. And those people can be cognitively fine, but have um, a language disorder that prevents them from communicating in a typical manner. Um, Some, can have really significant cognitive delays, developmental delays that impact their kind of general everyday functioning, taking care of themselves, those type of things. But kind of the two paramount pieces of autism are social deficits and often language deficits, particularly in early childhood. So it can look very different as people um, get older where you may not know that anything is different about them, but they're a little kind of quirky. Um, So they have those kind of things that she talked about, those sensitivities. So it really can be, um, they call it a spectrum because it may be very obvious that something's different about someone, or it may be kind of these little nuances that cause them some type of challenge, um, either socially or like those sensitivities she talked about can be a big deal or a little deal, or they've, you know, so it can look like a lot of different things. So I think that that's um, the spectrum part is that it's very wide. You could have a room of people that have an autism diagnosis, and everybody looks so different. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Um, can you tell the audience a little bit about um, what you do, so we know that so we know that you're uh, uh, official? <laughs> well, I might not be that official because I'm not a doctor or anything. So I might, I'm not the most official source and that might not be the best explanation because I'm driving. But um, I am an educator. I am a school psychologist. So I work with kids with special needs, autism being one of those special needs. Gotcha. Okay, good. So you are, you are a good resource. Fantastic. I, mean, I know a little bit about a little bit. She knows a little bit about a little bit. So were you able to listen earlier uh, to Olivia and learn a little bit about the site? Um, I heard probably the tail end of it, so I didn't hear a ton of the beginning about the site. But my question as I was listening to her was about the safety of it, and so I actually was very impressed with the fact that they've kind of been comprehensive about how they've thought about setting up the site because that would be my concern is that, 
you're dealing with people who kind of, like she said, miss social cues and misread things and, you know, that world of, like, connecting on the Internet and how familiar you can become with someone even though you've never met them, I mm. think could present an even bigger challenge with someone on the autism spectrum. And so I think the fact that they've kind of built in these safety features to keep them as kind of protected and monitored as possible is, like, a really great thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm 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 just blown away by the sort of entirety of it. Like it sounds like the scope of actually trying to develop a, a you know a website and in particular a dating website that's geared toward people that are on the autism spectrum, I think must be a really massive undertaking. And it sounds like they're actually being incredibly both thoughtful and successful at doing both of those things. So certainly commendable. Well, I think it's probably very needed. I think that there's a lot of um, concerns about you know, children becoming adults with autism and what that actually looks like, particularly because, you know, now the identification of autism and, you know, kind of what that looks like in adulthood is kind of almost like a new thing because we're now identifying it as children. There's early intervention. There's all these things. So they're kind of like not having to make it up as they go, but it's kind of like we need to look at what that looks like in the modern world and, you know, people that are adults now with autism may have not found out until they were older. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like what it looks like for them is much different than what it looks like for people now. Yeah, definitely. Well, and the other thing that I thought was really interesting when uh, Olivia first called and, and we were first talking to her, I mean, she said that she started the website while she was still in high school. Yeah. Um, which I thought was pretty interesting and Amazing. Yeah, I didn't hear yeah. that part, but she sounded young, so I figured I was curious. <laughs> I didn't hear that beginning part, though. Yeah, she started. She started doing the research and putting it together. She came up with the idea when she was in high school, so yeah. that's that's pretty amazing. I don't know how many years she was working on it, but I mean that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, very well, cool. Well, I mean, she's an expert in her own right. It sounds like, right? Did she say that she has autism herself? Oh yes, yeah, she does. So she, you're right. She's an expert in her own right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because she can probably, like you said, like things that no one else thinks about, she either knows from her own challenges or just connecting with other people in the community that she's able to kind of tailor the site and the needs of that community in a way that, you know, even expert or not expert, other people might not be able to do as well. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. She, she's amazing. Now I'm like, wow, we need to get her like on the Steve Harvey show or something. <laughs> <laughs> Him and his dating. We Maybe need to get Steve Steph Harvey's on the listening Steve right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I talked over you. I'm sorry. Well, hope, I said hopefully. No, I said hopefully Steve Harvey's listening right now. <laughs> yes. Well, of course he is. What else is he doing? <laughs> well, if he's not, we're sending him a live link to the show. Of course yeah. we are. We just said his name four times. Four times. We just repped Steve Harvey. <laughs> now it's five. See? Get this girl Olivia on your show, Steve Harvey. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. All right, Mira. Well, hey, thanks for the call. Um, really appreciate you helping kind of shed a little bit of light on what we're, what it was that we were talking about uh, while the two of us were sitting here trying to figure out what we were talking about. Yeah. Thank you very much. It was helpful. <laughs> I mean, I don't even remember what I said, so hopefully it was helpful. Well, luckily, it's going to be saved on the Internet for posterity forever now. So forever and ever and ever. You can go back and listen to it uh, in <laughs> roughly 10 minutes. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. Perfect. Hopefully, hopefully I sounded like a little like I knew what I was talking about. 
You did. You did, definitely. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, thanks, guys, for having me. Thanks for calling. All right, Mir. Talk oh. to you later. Okay. Have a great night. You too. you too. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, my God, that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, what perfect timing. <laughs> Mir has good timing. Yep, Mir has good timing. All right. Well, you know, I think that Steph should also be on the Steve Harvey show for his, um, he has this, this uh, uh, segment for it's called Steph, the worst daters in 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 the in America. I well I I'll have to be honest with you and say that I could not tell you when the last time was that I actually saw an episode of the Steve Harvey Show. Okay. Um, he does but, a lot of dating dating focused stuff, so I watch it a lot. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, it's called the worst See, daters in America. I didn't know that. Or the United States, or what is it? The United Dates of America, and it's it's the worst dates of America. People who go and do dumb stuff like she did, like put all the you know issues on the table and start drilling about you know crazy stuff, or yeah. bring all your friends on a date. See, it's a good. I feel like that? I feel like it's a good thing. <laughs> I feel like it's a good thing that we met Steph the other night because <laughs> Steph didn't. Uh, she obviously didn't hear the do's and don'ts. Of dating no. episodes. No, she didn't. She clearly hasn't heard uh, the uh, episode with a bartender. Oh which, yeah, which was my first my first show. She needs to hear yes, dating uh, advice from a bartender. Um, yes, desperately. <laughs> I feel like it's really what just happened was that Steph was sort of put in the right place at the right time to hopefully uh, you know. Call in yeah, have a good week. have a good uptick in her dating life and hopefully you know start having some dating successes instead of just rampant dating failures. I hope so. I yeah. hope that she had some awesome dating successes. And honestly, if she doesn't, it's just going to make for good radio for us every week too. So either way, hey, either it's way, it's a win-win for you and me. Uh, a, absolutely, good date, bad date, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to hear from you again, Steph. We are here to both <laughs> encourage you and make fun of you. <laughs> So both of those things will be happening. That's what we do best. And on that note, <laughs> thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to you uh, listening again next week, same time, same place. What and are we talking about next week? Have we decided even what, what what's our topic next week? We don't have anything. I think we're going to do something about group dating. Maybe. I think that might happen. That might happen. Since we did so much about group dating today. Maybe. Even if it was unintentional group dating. Yep. So I think maybe like opening up an entire Can show to the topic of group dating would be good. I think it would Get be some too. of Steph's friends to call in too. Oh yeah, it's, it sounds like a good idea. I think it sounds fantastic. Let's do it. Well, I'll have to work it out with them. Yeah, we'll have to work it. We've we've got work to do. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, uh, and um, have a great week. Yeah. <laughs>